0: The best part of waking up is doom scrolling ketchup. 4 Four-year-old niece asked if I was also a grandpa. Running late. Will finish yogurt and shower. In other news I just fell trying to get onto the elliptical. Two hours into this road trip and my husband is doing bad Seinfeld impressions. Is this hell? Welcome to Tweet Victory, with hosts at Annie underscore Berglund and at CWC Radio.
1: Welcome to Tweet Victory, I am at CWC Radio, and I'm joined as always by...
0: At Annie underscore Berglund.
1: Annie, I am going to set the timer for five minutes, and we're going to jump right into the Tweet of the Week. So, this tweet comes from July 6th, uh, and the tweet says, Never read much, quote, for fun... So this year I made a resolution and I'm actually sticking to it. Maybe 50 books down 50 to go. Here are my 10 favorites from the first half of 2021. So, and then this is a, this is a thread, um, which goes through your top 10 books that you've read in the first half of 2021. Um, so, uh, so the goal here is to read hundred books in the year 2021. Is that correct?
0: Yeah, look, Sam. I started out real low on this goal. In fact, I've never really been a resolution person. Um, I always come up with resolutions, but I never follow through beyond like week three of January. And so, I this year I was like, I'm gonna it's gonna be low stakes. I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna read ten books, and then I just kind of kept reading and realized I liked it, and so I just kept adding more and more.
1: So okay, so the resolution didn't start at a hundred books.
0: No, it didn't. It actually started. Um, I was like, I would be so, so happy if I could get 52 books this whole year, right? A book a week sounds great. And it's, that seemed daunting to me in January. And I was like, you know what? In fact, if I just get 30 books this year, I'm turning 30 this year, like it could be a weird symbolic, weird gesture that I do for myself. But then I like, I was like, oh man, okay. I see why people like to read. I see how reading could be fun and not just a task or something to add to a paper or a report, right? So, yeah, I just I kept upping it.
1: Because I was going to say, I think, you know, if you've had trouble in the past following through with resolutions, part of that could be how ambitious the resolutions are. Yes. Because I would say 52 books is... Um, is an ambitious resolution, but like, that's something that makes sense to say a book a week. You're basically are saying, I'm going to read two books every week. So it's yeah. kind of amazing that you're, you're staying on that. Uh, you're staying on that, that uh, rate.
0: I mean, try moving to another country and doing a two week quarantine. And like you're set. I mean, that's a lot of time for you. Oh, did you did you bank
1: a lot of books at that point? Or
0: I did. I had a little list of the things I wanted to read in quarantine. So it was like, Two weeks, I think I read maybe six books or so. Um, and, and reading both physical books and then audio books, mm-hmm. I, I never really, I, I think that the task of reading a physical book is a lot harder for me. I don't mm-hmm. think I have the attention span for it. So reading it was way more, or listening to it was way more helpful.
1: Well, we've already, I've already accidentally said on a previous episode that one of our sponsors is Audible, which is true because yes. you and I, you and I are both, uh, big fans of of audiobooks and big fans of the service audible um so as you look at the back half of this year you have 50 books left how long is your to read list
0: it's so long i have like 300 books on there sam
1: oh so you're okay so you're in no danger of like running out of things to read.
0: no i have so many up and then i'm in two book clubs to help keep me on task so i at least have like two required readings a month um with friends back in Minnesota, uh, some of my friends from college. So like, I'm, I'm staying on task. I have a lot. Um, but I realized like, I've never been a reader, right? Like I said, like I never really read for fun. So I have so much in my, in like a backlog of things that I should read. Like, if you look at my top 10, none of them are classics. The oldest one is Norwegian Wood by Murakami from the year 2000. And like most of them are like in the last three years they were published. So there's like so many classics I haven't read. There's like so, so many genres. And then living in a foreign country and going to the bookstore, which is like my favorite pastime, it it is overwhelming to be like 95% of the books here aren't in my language. And a good portion of that are Korean authors that like perhaps haven't been translated to English yet. And like the scope of ev- all those books, it's like if I start thinking about it too long, it's like when I think about the universe, you know, mm-hmm. and then it gets a really existential and like <laughs> becomes true, like a little traumatizing. <laughs> so how do you, you know? pick
1: books? How do you, how do you pick the book, like the, the next book you're going to read, or how do you pick the books that make that list? How do you find them?
0: Um, I think I've, I mostly, that journey kind of started in January and February when I was like, I don't have a place to start. So the first book that I read, I think the first book of the year was um, Chris Gethard's um, book uh, from, now I'm blanking on the name. Sam, help me.
1: Lose Well or a bad Thank idea? I'm yes, about yes, Lose know. Well.
0: Lose Well. And it's because you had recommended I, I read it. And so I listened to it. It's him narrating. It was great. Uh, and I was like, okay, then now what? So then I think what I did is like, I picked out a couple books, tried them out and then just saw what other people were reading. And like, there's so many blogs and endless, endless content.
1: I do have to say though, I feel like you're, you're contradicting yourself because yeah. you said like, well, you know, if you look at the books you've read, you haven't really read a lot of classics, but you l- read Lose well, So that is a classic. <laughs>
0: I hadn't read a lot of classics till this year. So.
1: Got it. Okay. Okay.
0: So <laughs> what what have been the,
1: what have been the highlights? What have been the highlights in terms of books you really liked? And what have been the highlights in terms of books you're proud to have read? Because those are okay. those can be different. Cause sometimes you read something, it's like, Hey, I just like climbed that mountain. It yes. may not have been the best book that I read this year, but you know what? Now I'm a person who has read that book.
0: Yeah. Okay. Great questions. So I think for the things that I'm proud about, like I like so many books. I'm also just very impressed by anyone who can write a book. Like I, I read Murakami's um, memoir about running and he compares running a marathon to writing a book. And it's like, that is practice you have to do every day. It's a lot of training and it's hard work. And so I think I'm just like low key given books, five out of five or four out of five. in my mental rating <laughs> because of they them, were, just because, because
1: it, they were written.
0: <laughs> yes, truly. It's so amazing. Like to think that, People are that creative uh, and, and, like, driven to do that. Um, but well, I it's, also It's like...
1: interesting. It's interesting mm. thinking about that. I, I really love books, uh, especially novels that are about people who write. Um, yeah. Because they do also... At the same time, it seems like this impossible piece of wizardry that this book was written... That oftentimes those writers are will explain just how, like you said, how kind of day in day out workman it is. I'll never forget in the uh, the book, The End of the Affair, uh, the mm-hmm. uh, by Graham Greene, the the main character is a novelist and he talks about how he writes five hundred words a day, and he he only writes five hundred words a day, but he mm-hmm. says if you write five hundred words a day, you know, and you multiply that by 365 he says you'll end up writing a novel every year and it's just like it just becomes this kind of like um uh creative practice or discipline and it's like this which which is actually interesting because like that is probably how you actually become a writer is you just write a lot and sometimes you'll write your 500 words and they won't be they'll be trash and you'll never use them but you've Mm -hmm. you've logged that and if so like that would be an interesting New Year's resolution as well, to be like, I am going to write 500 words a day and sort of see where where I am a year later. Now, that's an yeah. ambitious, difficult goal for a lot of us, but, but I find that really interesting.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think I was, I also really like memoirs. And part of the fun process of this is like, I feel like a child that's like just discovering books, <laughs> you know? And it's like, oh, there are actually like types of books that I like. So I realized like, I like memoir, I like contemporary fiction. And a couple of the memoirs that I've read or or heard about this year, um, obviously Becoming came out a while ago, but um, uh, Michelle Obama talks about like how she had journaled every day, like since her twenties. And um, Matthew McConaughey just came out with, his own memoir and i was like i don't know if if i don't i've never really been interested in him he's like always shirtless and on a boat like i don't really know that there'd be much substance but he has been journaling every day since he was like 15 years old and so he just went into the desert and like compiled all of his journals and then just like wrote a book out of it which i think is so fascinating and like even though i'm not really into rom-coms perhaps i would like his book just simply because that is an incredible feat and uh also requires a lot of money and time, but you know what I mean. Absolutely. Um, yeah, and then so it's fun to be like. I remember at the start of the year when I was I was texting friends about book club and. And I was like, yeah, what kind of books do you like? And I was like, I-, I like fiction. Like that's all I know, right? Like I don't I don't know genres. And my friends would be like, I like magical realism. Like I don't know what that means, but now I do, and I'm like, yeah, I do too, right? Like there's I don't it's super fun. I know I'm talking like this is the biggest deal of my life, but it, it's exciting. You
1: know what? This is enthusiasm though, and I think that's a good thing. So um so what is the thing you're most proud of having read this year?
0: Yeah, I think what I'm proud of is um, finally tackling some Russian literature, like 20th century Russian literature. Um, I, in high school, I, man, I was such a turd. I like was like, I'm going to read War and Peace and I'm going to wow myself and everyone around me and all the people that don't care about the things I read. (laughs) And I got like maybe truly like, three-fourths of the way through and that is a long book and just lost the drive so i never finished warren wait wait,
1: you got three-fourths of the way through so we're talking probably 800 pages in and you were like yeah i'm gonna stop
0: yes truly
1: that is uh, that is oddly like an impressive feat of of like conviction to be like i've invested (laughs) like that would seem like a sunk cost at that point where you're like i just guess i just need to finish it I remember I remember when I first tried to read War and Peace, I got two hundred pages in and I thought to myself, I have read the length of a book and I am like a sixth of the way through this and I thought yes. I can get out now or I have to keep going. I have subsequently read War and Peace but but um uh, that's it's honestly impressive that you bailed after 800 pages. No,
0: it, truly it's not impressive because the conviction was trying to be cool and smart. It was like truly No, 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 just
1: you're bait, you're missing you know? what I'm saying. I'm not impressed that you got 800 pages and I'm impressed that you have The personal conviction to say, you know what? I've read 800 pages of this book and I'm just going to stop. Like, there's something badass about that. Thank you. I mean, there's something Philistine about it too, but it's, but I appreciate it.
0: I, and I have never picked it up again. Um, And so that's not one of the books that I
1: read. I read. There are uh, better Russian novels.
0: Yeah. I read uh, Anna Karenina and Brothers Karamazov. And I, was really proud that I made those are also very lengthy books. Mm -hmm. There's also the heavy chapters that are like political philosophy, which I man in like context specific political philosophy. Um, so I felt like even just getting through those chapters was like a feat of its own. Um, and they're really good. And like, maybe that's not the type of book that I'm gonna always go back to. Like, truly, I do like books that are contemporary fiction and like mm-hmm. magical realism. <laughs> but um, I am I appreciate like how incredibly well written they are, and like are a glimpse into a, a life in a society that I don't really have much experience with. So that was fun.
1: So, um, so you've talked about books you've you've liked. You've talked about yeah. genres. You've learned that you've liked. You've talked about books you're proud of. To close the show, tell us something you don't like to read.
0: This is going to sound okay. I really don't like romance novels. Um, kind
1: of. Okay, now when you say romance novels, do you mean like Danielle Steele, or do you mean like Jane Austen?
0: So I know it's a huge category, right? Um, I I have never read. Daniel Steele on any of those kinds.
1: Nor should stuff. you. I'm just like, when you like romance novels means lots of things.
0: Not like the, like, like, not like the, the bedside, not like the, the smutty ones. Right. But okay. like, I've never read those. I don't, I'm assuming I wouldn't like them, but Jane Austen, I was, I feel really bad. Like I liked watching, The movie, Um, and I like the story, but I just don't think if I had read the book without watching it, I would really have enjoyed the story. Like, I think I needed to see it. Um, So that's probably more on me than anything else. I also don't like contemporary romance. Like, I read one, they all just kind of have the same structure. The only thing that's really changing is the environment. Um, It's always like, oh, like the friends to enemies, or the Mm -hmm. enemies to lovers, tropes, and um, it just feels a I know that they're comfort reads, mm-hmm. uh, but if I know at the start how it's going to end, I'm not really that interested. How
1: much of that would be shaped by who you were reading it with? If you were reading, um, let's say Sense and Sensibility with Amory Koister and Marian Larson, would you enjoy Sense and Sensibility?
0: Yeah. See, that's the thing. Absolutely. Right. Like I read Frankenstein and you and I were chatting about this uh, a couple days ago. I, I, I I don't know if it was the narrator. I don't know what it was, but I just, I couldn't, I wasn't super into it. But then I listened to uh, a podcast on this network, um, Bookish at Bethel, talk about Frankenstein and was like, I love this conversation. So like by default, just having that chat about it, I feel like it went way up in my mind about all the places you could take this novel. And it, it made me appreciate it a lot more. Still not my cup of tea, but like, (laughs) There's so much to be gained from reading it. You know what I mean?
1: I feel like that has been my one of my big lessons in some of the quarantine projects that I've done, in terms of uh, movies with Video Store, in terms of shit Bethel, in terms of Avatar with academics. That there are things that I like or think are okay, but if they are, if, if they're worth it, and you invest the time into it, they be texts become so much richer and so much more interesting. But it leads me to wonder. And we often pitch new podcasts on here, and this is what I'm not saying we should do. What if we did sort of read something that was not regarded as good, that was regarded as, like, kind of trashy, but we took it as seriously as we, we take Avatar, oh. as we take some of these other things? And just like, what if we dissected it in that way? Like, can you turn anything into a, like, actually, this is really interesting if you think about it this way? Like is that just an yeah. academic game or or not?
0: No, I want this to happen so bad. I mean, you and I are also people that like hmm, we we saw a high school community theater production of Cats. <laughs> like like one of the
1: great to, moments of my life. <laughs>
0: truly <laughs> a highlight of my last 30 years. But um like I I enjoy watching things ironically which i know is like kind of annoying trait but like in some ways i do and or like reading things ironic or just like trying to find some like joy and fun in something that Mm -hmm. maybe people write off really quick right right? but i don't mean okay
1: but i don't mean ironically i mean like we actually read it and and take it seriously as a piece of literature and try to like dissect it in a way though to be like is there is there really something here if we let it have something here or is that like that that's what i'm saying or is that just a game where it's like well you can turn anything into that i mean i i I took a lot of uh, american studies courses in graduate school and there's a degree to which american studies feels like that a little bit where it's like yeah you can turn anything into like the most important thing if you throw enough theory at it and you you build enough stuff around it
0: Yes, true. Like any river, someone walks behind, walks along, can be like a metaphor for life, right? Like right, it doesn't right, have right. to be, but it very well could be. <laughs> right. Um. True. I'm still on board for this. You you pitched this as a joke idea, and like Sam, if you want to do this, I will search for like we can add them. They can be a part of my 50 books in the back half yeah. of the year.
1: So so I would say uh, stay tuned. Who knows? Maybe this will happen. Um, we're always putting up new things on the network so maybe this will be a one-off where we um i don't want to disparage any author like by saying their name it's to real. be like we're going to read a book from x and um and yes but but i would be i would be in for that uh, provided it happened at a time of year when i had the capability to actually spend time with the text but um but if i got it as an audiobook that would be pr- actually pretty easy so uh so yes. maybe maybe we should do this hey, annie um Will you come back uh, at the end of the year and do maybe a, a special 3900 pod where we break down your hundred books yeah, and spend a little time so with that list? I think that'd be really fun. So stay tuned for that as well. Uh, that is all the time that we have for this week. It's always, a, it's always a pleasure to talk with you. If you can hear my voice, you should be following at Annie underscore Berglund at twitter.com. Annie, do you have a Goodreads they can follow as well?
0: Yes, I don't know how to navigate that social media site, but um, Annie Berglund—just my name.
1: Okay, <laughs> so do a, me. Do a search for that. It's a very uncommon name or very common name, as it turns out. Um, yes. So you should be following at annieberglund at twitter dot com. You should be. Oh, actually, if they go to Twitter, you have your Goodreads link on here. So, on Twitter. Oh. You can you can just go through that.
0: Yeah, friend me so I can see your recommendations.
1: Yeah, so so join the Goodreads experience. You can see what Annie's reading. You cannot see what I'm reading because I don't <laughs> uh, I don't use Goodreads, but um, um, but I do do Letterboxed for which is the Goodreads of movies. I do that for Video yeah, Store yeah. specifically, so you can uh, you can check that out. You should subscribe to the channel 3900 Podcast Network. We have lots of great stuff. Um, we have one last episode of Video Store, and then we're taking a month off. Um, after 64 movies, we decided that we could take a little break. So uh, Barrett is off for the month of, of uh, July. So we're going to take a little break there. Um, I have it on good authority that there is a new podcast uh, coming out this coming week. It's already been recorded. Ooh. It's set to drop on Tuesday. I'm not sure how many episodes they're going to be. I'm not sure how frequent they're going to be. But it's pretty great. So that's uh, all give I'm... Give all...
0: no, no hints, no nothing. You're okay, it's
1: it's star stars it's hosted by me and another person who has been on the network a lot but hasn't had their own show in a long time but they're 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 frequently uh they show up on the network a lot, but they haven't had their own show. And this is a show that they pitched um, that the two of us host uh, and the first episode's coming out this Tuesday and we'll kind of see where it goes from there. Uh, but the first episode is, is quite fun.
0: I'm so excited.
1: So, uh, so subscribe to the Channel 3900 Podcast Network so you can hear that episode. And we will be back next week with another episode of Tweet Victory.
0: See you then. Follow us at Annie underscore Bergland and or at CWC radio.